is Nicole Whitney, News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. It's a great honor to have you on the show tonight. Welcome, Deepak Chopra. Thank you. Yes. It's time for Enlightenment in the City with El Hoshotara on the News for the Soul Network. El is a spiritual coach and intuitive reader with a unique flair. Strong yet soft, compassionate with a heart, she lives the consciousness of being feminine with strength. El tells it like it is. Welcome, El Hoshotara, back to News for the Soul. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this hour of News for the Soul. I'm your host, El Maya Hoshiantara, and I see we already have fully loaded lines, so yay. Um, so let's just go right and dig into that. You can call in to us. Um, you can go to newsforthesoul.com and find our phone number there. If you are quick, it is 646-595-4274. Again, that's area code 646-595-4274. Um, it looks like we're probably going to be full for lines today, but uh, if you want to email your questions in for another day, that's on the air at telus.net. Again, that's telus with one L. Um, so it's a fun company, but tell us anyways. So thank you so much, and let's see. We have area code 203203. You are up first with Elmai Hoshimtara. Hi. Thank you. This is Pat in Connecticut. Hi, Pat. How's it going? Pretty good. Um, there's going to be a little bit of background until I get into my car. Um, okay. I just, I lost my dog in July, and just, had a foster dog delivered to me today. It's a big deal. I live in an apartment building. He's um, has been in a shelter since 2016. It's unbelievable. So far, he's doing great. Um, right. Just wanted to tell you about that celebrative day. I also love to get information on my friend Sam. It's been kind of a complex, interesting. Uh, relationship i've learned a tremendous amount but somewhat frustrating right okay well i mean first off on the foster dog i mean making it through and in the care and and still being around i mean that's amazing and i think it's absolutely amazing that he's ended up with you i think you're going to be the best doggy mummy for him so i mean congratulations to both of you um so and what's your friend's can you spell your friend's name i can't quite hear that it's sam friend's name is Sam. Okay, and that's the that's the younger guy or that's the guy that helped you with the car? Which one? The younger guy. Who is that? Um, so last time you called in, you said that there was a Sam who was a younger guy and you were kind of interested in getting a little bit closer yes. to him. Well, yes, that's interesting. Both of them deal with cars. The first one was helping me buy a car, and then I found Sam, the mechanic, the young, I guess he's, he's younger than me, yes. Um, okay. He He's the one I'm interested in. And we have, you know, gotten together. Um, <laughs> he, I just emailed someone, and I said, the dog is just like Sam. <laughs> he's a big, massive brown muscle and doesn't talk. Just like okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, um, so you're so okay. So the younger guy, Sam. I mean, it's. I think it's going to be a complex relationship because he's good at friendship, but not necessarily so good at like relationship. Right. Um, so there's always going to be, and you remember that I think the last time that we talked, it was, you know. Um, it was about standing your boundaries and saying, be very clear about what you want. And it's like, yeah, he's a great guy. And it looked like that. And, but then I kept getting this little niggle and I was like, okay, what's the, what's the niggle about after the show was over? And then bam, it was like, oh yeah. Um, remember how you were talking about, um, Pat signing up for what you want. I'm like, yeah. And she, it's like, yeah. Cause if she tries to get into a relationship with this guy, it's not going to be a fun time. And it was like, right. oh, you could have told me that on the show. And they're like, nope because it's about Pat holding on to her boundaries. So, um, you know, so you can have the drama, and we went over this last time, you can have the drama of, you know, getting in a romantic relationship, but it's not just your stuff, it's somebody else who comes in with um, their own stuff, and their own stuff can make this, you know, very, very trying. Uh, And sometimes it can feel like, you know, it's just us, you know, like, oh, what did we do wrong, or something like that, or what do we need to change, et cetera, et cetera. But sometimes people just come in... um, 
with so much of their own stuff. Like there's nothing really we can do. And I know self-development, spirituality kind of makes it seem like there's always the next thing you can do. And we forget, um, you know, that the gurus are saying, like, they put it politely. It's not the person's path. They don't talk to everybody because it's not the person's karma to work with them. It's not the person's karma to have a good relationship. And they're not keeping people around um, in certain cases, but they just don't tell you that part because when people get very needy, as an example, you know, it's like the guru's going to save me. I shouldn't have to do my work. And so there gets this like non-reality going um, of who you can save as if there's like no other self-responsibility or they're magically coming in with these capabilities. And this guy just, you know, he makes a good friend, but he just isn't going to make a good getting closer person. And that's for anybody. This isn't just your stuff because he's got way more stuff than you do in terms of relationship. Um, And so it really was that whole, you know, if you want to have a good friendship with this guy, you can have a great friendship. You can even have possibly you know, coming up close to best friend, maybe not quite best friend capacity, but you could have that, but not if you're getting a romantic interaction. Right. Romantic interaction is going to blow everything, and it's going to be like, why did I do this again? Right. Um, that's become clear to me. I'm um, just at this point wanting to communicate to him. He needs to respect me and communicate if he's not going to show up. And yeah. he did he did call and, and kind of threw out excuses and I talked a little bit and then he was working and I said, let's talk another time. So I'm hoping he'll call again and listen to that and um, really enjoy the friendship. Um, and I'm not sure to what extent the friendship, but I understand. Uh, I th- I didn't really understand you saying it's not, is it, it's not my path to be with him. Is that what you were saying? No, it's it's not his um, it's not his path to figure out relationship until like way way later in life. Like you know, somebody gets like, oh, you've got a month to live. Ding, he gets it, and then that will be the time um, when he'll understand about relationship. But anything short of that, um, more than a couple of weeks probably not going to be a good idea for him. That's just his karma. That's what he's going through. That's what he has to work on this lifetime. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm curious about that. Is that a unhappiness? I'm not going to take care of him. Is that an unhappiness on his part, or is he just that's the way he wants to roll? Um, so the, they're asking me to put um, the division in, and they're saying, please don't give her the answers because she's going to do this, like, becoming over-involved thing again. And they're really saying, like, this is about you standing up for your boundaries and saying, like, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do this. So they're putting okay. a very clear blind down the middle saying, here's Pat on one side. There's Sam on the other. We are not going to do this again, Pat. Hello. You know, and they're just kind of like, hi, you know, rubbing your forearm going, hi, sweetie. We're not going to do this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and they're just, like, really trying hard to – um, do this and it seems like they're wanting you to get the lesson so much that they've sort of like brought out the big guns like at, you know the oh she hasn't really you know had feelings to this magnitude for anybody for so long and That's you know right. he's younger and there's going to be the thrill and they're like you know and then it's like you get a little bit closer and then it blows up and it's like you know we yeah. don't we we kind of want to learn the lessons on this before they make right. it bigger because sometimes right. they make things bigger until, um, you know, and you can really go down the rabbit hole with this guy. Like, he could really, really turn into um, a really, really not healthy situation for you where you're going to, like, I'm not going to say, like, he's going to be um, abusive or anything, but it's going to be, like, you're going to be feeling like, oh, why did I do this? You know, and your energy is going to tank in the whole nine yards. And sometimes that's confusing when we get these um, really strong polarities in one person where it can be so great and so amazing in one place and then just so wrong if we happen to veer off that path. Um, But they're doing it because they're really trying to show you in one situation. um, So hopefully we don't have to keep doing this too much more. This is what it looks like. You can't do this. And we don't really want to go much 
um, beyond this yeah. because then what you start getting into, you know, that those are when you start taking on the guys that are really going to cause you a fucking problem. Why, um, why did he come in with such a major attraction to him on my part as if it's like, you know, a past life or something, whatever term, I don't know the right term, but so, so strong. <laughs> Well, he's emoting, like he's really, really emoting very, very strongly, like this pattern. Um, and so sometimes, like we pick up the patterns um, because we want something um, positive. Sometimes we pick up the patterns because we um, we need them to grow. So you'll you'll see, for example, like when people have not had much experience and much success with. Um, <clears throat> healthy partnership they haven't had much experience with you know a healthy life they've been raised with too much abuse too much toxicity um if you've ever like had a friend like that you'll see her go and and be like oh my god that guy and she'll just get in all this like on on all the twitter right and it's like and he's like just like going off on like warning signs and you're like that guy's holding like obvious trauma he's going like hey how's it going she's like oh my god he's a strong silent type and you're like that's not silent type. That's like dysfunction. That's trauma being held in the body. And she's just like, really, you know, it's, it's that sort of thing. Um, So why do they do it? Um, There there are different reasons for it, but sometimes when people are in very much in survival mode for a long time, um, they, they try to pick out um, if they, they feel like if they can see the negative aspect they know what they're dealing with and they think that's going to provide them safety. But what, when we see the negative aspect to that degree, it means because they're emoting it so much that they're so stuck in it, that this is going to be so problematic that it's a warning sign if you're out of it enough. Got it. But people, yeah, but people look for it if they're used to pain and suffering because they think that's going to be the safety system. And, you know, okay. he's, he's got a little bit of a charm, right? And you two do have a really strong ability to get together. And he's really emoting that, hey, you want to learn a lesson, baby. And you're still okay. learning how to do it. So, I mean, you, you two have a lot of factors that are going to be like moth to a flame, right? Or butterfly yeah. to a flame in, in your case. Um, but it's like you're going for the other thing and it's like that flame turns into like the gas barbecue that's on, right. not not quite on fire, but it's like, it's burning the meat, right? And there's smoke coming up um, a foot off the so, barbecue. Why did I come into his life for him? What's his lesson? Um, let's see here. He's just more like it's another one bites the dust. Um, for him, it's like it's just a drop in the pond. It's like no big deal. Hold on here. Yeah. I can see that, too. Okay. Um, okay, so what they're basically saying is it was more of the um, – they keep fogging it up. They agreed to let me tell you, which is good, um, but they keep fogging it up. So just hold on a second here. Um, I don't even know how to put this. So one of the challenges of being a male in this lifetime is that they get turned on by being predatory, right? They get turned on by the chase. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of guys don't like women who give in too easily. Um, And so that sort of like predatory chase nature, um, and it really starts to go off. Um, He's really getting turned on by that and you were an easy mark because um, you have your own stuff going on that you need to sort out. And it was just like, Oh, this is going to be fun to give chase and, you know, to win her over and to come in guns a blazing and everything else. And um, instead of being able to feel like, Hey, this seems a little bit off, um, which it definitely is from his side. It, for you, it just seemed like it was like, wow, you know, this guy's paying attention and your heart's going a flutter and this feels very flattering um, and stuff like that. So you're, you're not um, in your excitement and your, your obvious other attractions for him um, seem to have 
glazed over what is a warning sign. Right, um, right. Like if you were, say, like t- um, 10 years younger than him and he was coming you with this, I mean, you'd still be kind of flattered because of his other charms, right? So, um, but like if we were doing like, you know, 20 years younger, yeah, no, same thing. It's like even if you were 20 years younger, you'd still be feeling flattered by this guy. So there are things um, within you that are saying like you're missing um, <clears throat> you're missing warning signs with this guy because of his of his other charms um, and your so, feelings for him. Frankly, he doesn't have any charms. It's just what I'm feeling unconditionally towards him. So um, two things: does he not really have respect for me, and he's just playing this game? And um, I forgot what the other one was. Um, oh, so if this is not really a great connection whatsoever, why would friendship be? Well, because he's capable in friendship and like you two, you have a friendship and connection. You just don't have capability in romance and he doesn't have capacity enough in romance. And this is, and again, this is a confusing part because if he was just a pure asshole, I mean, all the way around, it'd be easy to, you know, I'm hoping it would be easier to say, like, hey, Pat, let's have a talk about this. This guy's really bad news. But because you two could have such a great friendship, um, that's very confusing. But he's, you know, in terms of, um, like, capacity, he just, he's just really not there. Um, And, you know, respect, in terms of romantic relationship, I don't think he understands the concept of respect. Um, because he's just so stuck. Okay. Um, okay. I get. I I hear everything that you're saying. Um, okay. So some people are saying, yeah, you can have a great friendship even with benefits. I hate that term. But is that possible, or is that a big no? Well, he's going to keep being predatory. As soon as you start putting in the benefits, you're going to get the like the predatory stuff, right? Um, and then it's like. You know, I mean, we're women, right? We start to go into like, well, maybe this could work and, and stuff like that. And as soon as you start going into the it could work stuff, then he starts going like meh and he starts turning away. And then you're going to get the lack of respect and then you're going to get the chasing after him. Um, okay. And you're going to be getting all these factors again. And this is even if you could turn it around. And quite frankly, I, you know, I think that's great that he actually called you and said he's going to be late. But like you said, he made excuses. No, he didn't. Um, he didn't. He did not. That's the problem. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't, I don't see you being able to, tr- I don't see the friendship going back to the possibility that it was. Um, and this is one of the lessons too. It was like, you know, you're, you're facing loss because you weren't respecting your own boundaries about what it is that you wanted from this person. But now you're saying the friendship cannot be there. I don't see it happening anymore because you chose the you chose the romantic route. I don't see him being able to pull himself out of it to get back the kind of friendship he could have had if he were not romantically involved. Oh, he can't get back to the friendship. No. Okay. I, I don't well, see it being able to return. It just turns into like that kind of situation. You're going to be doing the predatory stuff and. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm gonna talk to him about friendship because that's what I want and we'll see what he says and see how he acts but that's interesting that you say that yeah and there go ahead well he said kind of early on when we started to get physical he he said you know the possibility of that he said he did not want to lose the friendship and then someone else said that's just a line that men will say so yes it is Oh, in his case, in his case, absolutely. I have met men that like don't go there because they do want to keep the friendship because they're they're scared if they lose the woman they won't have even that. Um, right. I have met met guys like that, but with this guy, it's definitely a line. Um, when people are at a certain level, it is very common because they can't feel things in a certain way. They just repeat things because they've right. picked up in the environment. That's what you're supposed to do but it doesn't resonate within them. They don't actually get it. They don't understand it. So they're just more repeating things. And there's not going right. to be the follow through because they don't understand the follow through actually exists. They don't have yeah. enough of a concept and he's yeah. missing a, a lot of the comprehension 
um, right. to actually understand that this stuff is for real. He just doesn't really have oh. much of it. Did he ever originally want wanted the friendship? As he stated, we were friends. Um, he's, let's see here. Initially, he was really excited and it was very powerful for him too. Um, so he was really excited about it. Again, you know, he had the same temptation, right? Which is, wow, we get along so great as friends. Maybe this can work, you know, more than friends. Or, you know, maybe we should be a little bit closer, even if we don't go out of, you know, friendship bounds. Um, but we could, like, really be best friends. But then you're kind of in the position of, like, having an emotional affair. And even if he's getting to the point of having an emotional affair, then his stuff comes up. Um, so it was, you know, you're both in the same kind of boat there where it's like, wow, this friendship's really cool. Um, it's so powerful. We have this connection, but you can't slip past it. Otherwise, you both go into pattern repeat. <sighs> so, so basically you're saying no on the friendship. Um, it's if something changes um, miraculously, if you can keep the lines clear, but your guys are pretty much just smacking their forehead going, no, we don't want to do this again. Tell her no. Okay. Um, okay. All right. They're really tr- trying hard to get you to learn the lesson. And things are coming up that may be more challenging for some people. So, like, when people, when the universe is calling you to get a lesson right now, I really suggest people get the lesson. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am working hard to get it. Um, and I also, you know, intuitively felt that he's there heralding and the real relationship and I just wanted to have some time with him before that happened um, I just felt like he's what I felt like he came into my life to wake me up to so many things that have been asleep for 35 years and I intuitively I thought he's heralding in the real relationship that will be coming in after him and I just wanted to enjoy him for a while that's all Right. Um, and I understand why you felt like that, um, but you, you kind of got the wrong guy. Um, so how it would have been was you would have met somebody who did that for you and, and you would have had a lot of beauty in the relationship, but it kind of got stuck on Sam instead of the person that you were supposed to be going for. It's kind of like, ooh, look, there's chocolate croissants, but you didn't know that. So you're like, ooh, croissant, yay, yummy, you know, and you're eating that. And it's like, but you don't understand, like, there's a chocolate croissant, you know, around the next corner, and that one's free, right? So, and they're going to let you take back six bucks. I'm going to let you go. Is there a – so my intuition is that someone else is coming in. Is that true or not? It is as long as you're not stuck on Sam. If you're stuck on Sam, then yeah. no. Right. Okay. I get it. And all yeah. these feelings were supposed to be for the other guy. It's just you got kind of, you got offered up a detour by the universe about whether you want to learn a lesson or not, and you decided to take it. I was, I have been learning so many lessons from him. He has been a phenomenal gift in spite of himself. I'm going to therapy, even through this, twice a week, learning so much and yeah. laughing with therapist so hard and he's telling me so much about men things that I don't want to hear but is the truth and it's just I've been growing profoundly you know with all the things that get triggered I bring to my therapist and he's brilliant and honest and it's just it's really been wonderful it's been incredible gift in spite of him um yeah yeah but this isn't Sam Sam was a trigger not the gift your therapist is the gift and he sounds absolutely amazing and I'm really glad that you have somebody who is, you know, able to give you these things and say things that you don't want to hear and let you know all these yeah. insights. But it's not Sam. Sam was the trigger to right. get you to well, go that's, there. That's what I mean. In spite of, in spite of him, um, yeah. so, so many things are being triggered and I'm learning so much on my own because my heart's open, on and on and on. Okay, yeah. let me just ask you quickly, is this dog going to be okay with um, – people in my apartment and their little dogs and when I take them for a walk outside this is a pit bull so people are going to have a pit about this yeah you're going to need some training you're definitely going to need some training on that um in terms of like the people it's you know I mean they're going to have to be a little bit you know careful without being nervous and that's not a good position you know to be in when you're dealing with a dog um 
but definitely some good training. Like it's not, I mean, he's going to be okay with people in your apartment, but he's, there's also going to be like easy triggering. So like if they're like too friendly and like high and you're not around and stuff like that, you know, those are going to be where the guards start to go up. Um, I'm going to keep them, I'm going to keep them very, very isolated as much as possible. And uh, the other thing is walking him. Um, the problem I had with my last dog was loose dogs off leash. And uh, yeah. that's all, those are my two worries. Well, and he's great. I mean, yeah, he is. And isolating him is not going to be good for him. I mean, he is a people kind of dog. Um, he just needs help. Um, and going off leash, I mean, when people let their dogs off leash, unless you're in a, you know, do- dogs are allowed off leash park, it is their responsibility right. to make sure yes. that they are, you know, and sometimes, you know, we are here to give those lessons to other people like, hey, you know what? You saw a pit bull coming. This yes. is not a good idea. He's not going to, yes. you know, he's a good dog, but like, I mean, come on, like, give me a break here. And exactly. it's going to have, um, it, it seems like that's going to be good for his soul where it's like, hey, look, you know, mommy's taking care of me. You know, foster mommy's yes. taking care of me and she's taking that stand for me. Um, and there's going to be a lot of love and a lot of loyalty there. Um, yeah. But with the understanding that he does need some help and he does need some training. Um, in some ways, you know, you're going to need a lot more training. And in some in some ways, he's kind of like a five-year-old who's just like, you know, needing the attention because, you know, mommy and daddy weren't always there for him. Um, exactly. So he's, yeah, he's got a really sweet side to him. Um, it's just, I mean, you know, there are like certain things that you need to be a little bit um, careful of, but it's not so much about um, going into fear because going into fear with him, like being scared because he's a pit bull um, is actually going to be very hard on him. It's going to be very um, emotionally draining. And then you're going to get like the sad dog and stuff like that. Okay. Um, Okay. You know, like, I don't know why this is happening. Why don't people like me? Like he's Um, not quite like, not quite like why people don't like me, but it's, it's not going to be as bad as like, you know, why didn't somebody invite me to their birthday party? But, you know, it's, it's still just not good. He's basically like a happy little kid who's just trying to play with his friends, um, yeah, but just yeah. doesn't know how. Right. I'm not going to keep them isolated just from the people here because they're old. They have walkers. They have retractable leashes. I will bring him and have him become friends with my friends as much as possible. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, and he'll love that. that, and it'll be great for him. And you might even, you know, if you don't want to keep him long term, there is a really good chance um, because he is such a love bug um, that you will be able to find his um, forever home. But you do need to be careful about, you know, um, who you're letting him go to to make sure that they're they've got all that going because he definitely does have some complexities there that do need to be addressed. I do want to find him a home if that's possible, but the uh, rescue, they love him so much and they're so, so responsible. They will have the person adopt him. I, I'll, they would not let me give him a okay. home, They'll, like, which great. is great. Yeah. yeah. I really appreciate you. I'm sorry they're banging on their heads, but I appreciate, you know, you explaining more. Yeah, Absolutely. it's been helpful. Sorry about all the noise. He would not in the car, so I couldn't. I couldn't get where it was quiet. Um, Thank you. You're welcome, Pat. Thanks, and I look forward to hearing more next time. Okay. Thanks so much. God bless. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see who we have. We have 541, and then we got Annie. So area code 5. Oops, hold on. Oh, I keep getting Annie, 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 Annie. (laughs) Oh, okay, 781. Okay, area code 781, you're on the air. That's a, that's what we're doing. Okay, 781. Or hold on. There is no 781? Sorry, just a moment. <laughs> okay, Magic 8 Ball, tell me who will be up next. <laughs> um, okay, Annie. I think it's Annie. Annie, you're on the air. Hello. Unmute. Hi. Okay, now I'm (laughs) unmuted. Okay. I'm unmuted. I'm unmuted. Like my new phone number? I fried my phone last week. Oh, gee. Okay, well, cool. Thank you so much for calling in. Yep, I figured. I didn't know you'd recognize me with my uh, 
new phone number. The well, 781 actually, is still there. Well, you know what? Actually, Nicole picked that up. She's like, and he's got a new phone. Oh, so cool. Yeah, I did say that. Oh, thank God, Nicole. <laughs> that so helps. what's up? Yeah. Oh, no, so what's new? Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I keep asking for different places to move, different jobs, and like, I really don't have possibilities. But my body just won't let me move forward. I guess for now, I do want okay. to improve. I do have hope. I do have hope. But is there any kind of things that you need that I need that to do that are in front of me that I'm missing? Okay. Um. So we talked about, there was a place, I think it was like Portland or somewhere around there that was going to be really, really good for you. Um, Let's see here. Hold on. Or I forget exactly where that was, but it was somewhere along there. That would have been a really great place for you and your family. Remember that? Because it was the first time we ever got you and Ben on the same same page (laughs) for where you're going to be living, which was absolutely fabulous. Um, Let's see here. So um, so sometimes we anchor um, to things for safety, um, you know, like, um, you know, like, oh, it's too scary to do this. I'm going to keep repeating the same old pattern, you know, like, oh, it's too scary to eat super healthy. I'm not going to go into that new restaurant that's super healthy. I'm going to go to my regular haunts because I know I can grab a quick meal. Um, so we do have this way of sort of taking our energy and sort of like sticking it in places. If you think of just holding a pin and um, and pinning the restaurant that you actually like as opposed to, you know, a new habit that you're trying to integrate um, with you, pinning your energy to, or- or to Oregon or somewhere along the West Coast, I think it was, and then pinning your energy there um, – will help you to pull the rest of your energy out that way. Um, because they're showing that, like, this is not just, you know, you. This is not like, oh, you know, Annie just needs to get off her tissue or anything else. It's like there's obviously some hardship going on, and it's kind of like watching somebody, if you've ever seen somebody. Um, it, I mean, you don't look like you have a hangover, but if you've ever seen anybody with a hangover is like, trying to drag themselves the next morning, um, you know, to the bathroom for any of you that have gone to university, for example. Yeah, I'm that's, just like that without yeah. the alcohol. Yeah, without the alcohol. And that's what they're showing is like just pinning your energy um, to where you need to move to and then just like doing this. I can't even say crawl. It's not even a crawl. It's like this energetic drag where you're just dragging your body um to where you need to go and it's I have to be honest like it's going to be sheer will uh, sheer effort it's like mind control will like you know magical powers just sort of like floating you along the carpet to get there Um, because I don't see a lot of moving um, under your own capacity under your body's capacity it just seems like it's just pure mind will um, and then getting there, it would be about just allowing yourself to um, embrace the beauty and allowing yourself to embrace what is as opposed to trying to um, make a lot of things happen currently, although I can at least get you, um, when you're there, it's like there's a, a really good possibility of, you know, you sitting up, you know, you sitting in a chair in the backyard um, and really having a nice time, you know, going for um, a very slow walk, it, you know, a very hobbled kind of walk. Um, but it seems like that would, you know, there's some possibility exists for you to be doing that, um, which is good considering all the effort that it seems like it would take to get you there. So we do have some um, possibilities of improvement on the horizon, but it's really you know, going to be a lot of effort, to put it politely. Yeah, I know. I've come to the realization that so many of the things, because I've always been um, like a go-getter and I do more than I should, and I've just had that energy my whole life. But at this point with this illness, I like 
don't have the stamina and I need things done for me, but it doesn't always work out that way. Some things yeah. have been people have been helpful, but um, it's not enough. So I don't know if I'd head to New Hampshire first and go from there. <laughs> Maybe that's a step in the west direction. I don't know. Or just stay here in the Boston area and just finish everything right here. Is your daughter still going to want to live with you? Or live it's in the what? same area as you? Is your daughter still going to want to live yeah. in the same area as you? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so one of the best things that she's open to it would be for her to go out west and for her to explore that first and then come up with the possibilities and the excitement because that's really going to, I mean, there are things there that are really going to blow her mind and have her come back, like, really, really excited. Um, and that energy would be really good um, in terms of, you know, helping release things that no longer serve, you know, objects and stuff like that, um, and then helping make that um, move. And um, it seems like, you know, there's going to be some resistance on, you know, whose part. Um, it seems to be part of the package sometimes. Um, yeah, he's very good. Yeah. So follow where I go. Yeah. So, um, but it does seem like, again, like it would be something that would be really exciting. Um, for everybody and like wow I didn't know life could be like this and wow I didn't know life could be this good Um, so it would be really good whether you know you're at home at first and your daughter and Ben go or um, you know and they get there and he stays there until you're able to come out which might make the process easier Um, you know however it works um, but it does seem like you know if he went he'd be like okay this works and he'd be it seems like that would be a good place for him to like sort of settle down and wait um, for you because things are going so good and that would of course make it a lot easier for you to come out as well after but it seems like that's going to be um, one of the better moves that you could be taking um, for your family um, and for your own personal health as well as like Ben's happiness, Ben's joy um, and all those sorts of things. So, I mean, you, I mean, by all means, I mean, you have the choice to, to do whatever you want. Um, I don't like to look for any of you um, staying where you are just in terms of like, not that it's going to be super bad, but it's just, it's kind of like seeing the potential for somebody and you're like, look, you can do this. Look how great it's going to be. And it's so good for yeah. you. And, you know, yeah. just doing what you're doing now. I know. It's like stuck, stuck, stuck. And I've been stuck for a while. And then the illness came right after that. The car accident came. So I don't know whether this is comma or what. So like, well, not right. I'm not that old. <clears throat> you're right. You're not that old. Um, but it does seem like sometimes things do show up to get us a move. So sometimes like what people call karma or like when I go punishment for you not doing the things you're supposed to be doing. Um, sometimes it's actually like karma because it's trying to get you to understand, like you only have one life to live. You know, you really don't like it here. Oh, look, it's even tougher now here than it was before. Hmm, maybe you should consider something different. So I find it's usually whenever something quote-unquote bad comes in, um, I usually find it's because it's a helping energy that's trying to help get you motivated to go do the things that you're supposed to do. Like, I don't like this anymore. I'm fed up. I want something different. Or, you know, there's only one life to live. I don't want to die like this. Life's too short. Um and it seems like it was some some of that energy was of the, you know, life's too short um, is attempting to be pumped into you um, to get you to sort of like see everything out there that the world has to offer um, before you leave this plane because I really want you to have that um, experience. And having that experience could actually help you to stay on this plane longer um, because, you know, it's a lot harder to fight when we don't think there's 
much to fight for or there's only work left or there's no joy, it's a lot harder to stay around for that sort of thing than there is to when we know that there's something good on the horizon and we're getting those benefits. Like, I mean, if you listen to Pat, who was the previous caller before you, um, you know, she Mm -hmm. was getting so much out of this and she's getting so much out of that. It's been a really great blessing. And you can learn so much from getting like those next levels. And that's kind of what you're being offered on the West Coast is there's so much more to stick around for. Look how much happiness and joy you can get. And if you learn this lesson um, now, you know, I, I think I've, I think there's a possibility that what we learn in a previous lifetime, some of it we, or at least being more in touch with the possibilities, I think we might like take that into the next lifetime so that you at least know how to access these things or it's a little bit closer to it. So for next lifetime, you know, my hope is that you'll be able to recreate it a little bit easier. Yeah, that's so, great. Yeah, like moving where you need to move in your early 20s because it just makes sense as opposed to, you know, trying to do it at this age after all the other stuff has come. And I do think that it would – here, let me see here. I'm just um, – read here. Hold on. You know, I it's like you could extend your life by, like, five years by moving out to the coast. That would be fun. Yeah. So that possibility is definitely on the horizon. And, I mean, five years is a good shot of time. You know, oh, yeah. For making a move it. that you're really going to enjoy. Um, I know. One time you told me I'll be going into my 90s, so I'm aiming for that. Yeah, there you go. Hope, hope it's not too much to expect, but that's what my goal is. You have longevity yeah, on both sides of the family and short-jevity on the both sides <clears throat> of the family. Well, you know what? I think that is a reasonable um, goal, and I think that is um, – it's a reasonable goal. I have to be careful Good. how much I say, but it's a reasonable goal. Yeah, Sorry, I think so. shit for saying that much, so it's like I have to stop there. But, yeah um, – but yeah, making the move. Um, hold on. So making the move makes the goal attainable. How about that? I think so. That'll be good. And maybe things are more affordable out there here in the Boston area. I don't know how people live. Don't yeah, get it. Yeah. I know things are going crazy everywhere. But and the all they're doing is building. Yeah, all they do is build tougher warehousing out here, miles and miles of apartments, huge apartment buildings all along the highway. It's yeah. very strange, very strange. And I imagine the weather would be milder, too. Yeah, we have it pretty good here. Oh, good. Yeah, we have it pretty good. Being by the ocean is always a blessing. And the air is yes. nice and clean. Yes. So, And that way, if I go out that way, I'll still have the ocean. Yes. Absolutely. You know, and you're going to have, I mean, Portland is, again, you know, wherever you're supposed to end up. Portland's got a lot of, you know, got some really creative, cool people and, you know, lots of good things to eat and and stuff like that and a pretty alternative community. So, you know, we'll get a lot of the things. Right up my alley. Yep. So my, one of my favorite nieces lived out there for a while, but she did move back. Okay. Oh, she'll give me some advice. And as far as the money goes, I'm having all kinds of issues with it because they took my disability away again. That's what they do to poor little old ladies. Well, not that little and not that old. But um, they did that. As a, I, I just don't have the stamina to fight for all that. Right. Do I have any aid coming from the organizations I worked for for years? No, but like we've noted in the past, sometimes you're sure to be an advocate. And the nice thing about Annie being an advocate for herself is she starts helping other people make easier in ways in because you start opening doors for other people for them to make easier. So guess who's being called to be a little fighter on this subject? Yeah, then they've done that. Yeah. So they're trying to get, so your guides are basically trying to get you to be the fighter again and be the warrior and fight for your disability um, and make it easier and start opening people's minds again because you definitely have an advocate nature 
and they're trying to get that you to do that for yourself because it will help a lot of other people if you do it. Good. So far it has. Everybody benefits from my experience and my education, so I just yeah. haven't. Um, well, you will this time well, a little you. bit. You're welcome. Okay. I just don't like it when they steal the, the grandchildren's money. That's what they're trying to do now. What do you mean they're trying to steal the grandchildren's money? I have a trust for them. I started like decades ago. So right. that if they ever run into trouble with housing, which is notorious for yeah. my family, that they could have some buffer. Right. And Social Security wants to take it because my name is on it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk to a lawyer. I got one. have to go back. I just hope he hasn't retired. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're being called a lot to fight anyways, you know, to get that energy up, to get that vigor. I just hope I have it. I need more energy, so that's it. Well, thank you so much. I think it's been very helpful. You're the best cheerleader in the whole world. Oh, I'm glad, Annie. And one last little message here is um, you need to start demanding um, from, like, the universe. I would actually just, like, talk to your upstairs team. Um, It's not quite accurate, but there's somebody that you have um, somewhere that you can access to that you can start making demands for, and this is energetically, you can start making um, demands for financial support um, and they will deliver. But you have to really um, talk to the right one because it doesn't seem like it's quite your upstairs team. Um, hold on here. It's not like an ancestor. It's like somebody is, there's some spirit that is looking over you, but it's like they're not your, they're up, they're not your upstairs team, um, but they have a vested interest in you. Um, and that's the one you want to hone into and be able to talk to and start making demands. Um, and I, I've, I think this is the first time I've ever told anybody to demand anything. Um, but start <laughs> making those demands about getting the financial support for all your good works and making mm-hmm. sure that they start to make that pay off. And that'll help to get the money uh, flowing a bit. And is it's an energetic spirit. Oh, is it somebody that who had passed a while ago? No, it's not. Um, Let's see here. There's some sort of being that looks after other beings. This is unfortunately not my strong suit, Um, but there's a being that looks after other beings. So it's like one of those types that helps, Um, but they seem to have um, their eye on you. And and it's like a very particular, like it's you. It's not like they handle these areas, you know, um, it, you know, and if you're in this area, they will serve you. It's not like that. Like, it seems to be a lot more, um, it Focused seems to be a me? past life thing. Yeah, like, it seems yeah. to be a past life thing um, mm-hmm. where they have their focus on you. And hold on here. It seems to be a debt from a long time ago. Um, you were just children, and it was you were um, a small child. You you both were probably about like four to six years old, and your friend tried to give you something, and they tried to give you something really nice, and you said no, and you wouldn't take it, and you kept trying to give them back, give it back to them, and they seemed to be very, or you seemed to be very. Um, not quite upset, but like very pointed about it, as pointed as a six-year-old is going to get. Like, no, you take it. I'm not taking this. Um, and it seems like this person is um, not currently in body. Um, they seem to be like an energy in the universe, and it's an energy in the universe that really is looking um, – if you sort of ask, but like more of the demand thing, um, it seems like it will give you its attention 
um, to be able to help you out financially. But there does seem to be sort of like a little bit of um, hurt feelings. So an apology from you would be in order. Um, but sort of like a, a demand, a little bit of hurt feelings. Um, and that could actually help you out financially um, a little bit. Like it's not going to be huge because, I mean, you know, obviously at like four or six years old, you're not giving somebody a million dollars. But it does seem like it would, there is some sort of like thing that they were trying to give you. And they were willing to give that to you now, um, but in like more adult terms because you're an adult now. But it seems like they would be willing to give that back to you and that could put um, a couple grand at least in your pocket, if possibly not more. Um, Mm -hmm. Just in terms of like doing the apology and doing that. And that one would be a really good one to do as well because then you know you're closing old um, karmas and you're, you know, just helping to resolve things. And that would be a really good idea to do. And then let's see here. Um, So if you, hold on. Okay, I can't get too much information on it. Um, But basically it's for your good works and... Yeah, that's all I'm allowed to tell you right now. That's plenty. Yeah. I just feel terrible that I treated somebody that way, even as a little kid. (laughs) And I'm wondering who it is. I'm going through all my little playmates. Well, it would have been a past life. So you're wearing, like, um, yellow robes. You look Caucasian, but you seem to be wearing, like, yellow outfits, Um, and it looks like you're both sort of like color coordinated. So in like some sort of ceremonial garb or something or some sort of like more traditional. Um, but it's like you look Caucasian, but it's. Um, yeah, you're two blonde kids, but you it's like a pants with like a tunic kind of a shorter tunic. And it looks to be a little bit thicker material. I don't know of any culture that would have done something like that, but that's what I'm getting. The Irish. 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 Okay. They had outfits like that, and they used to have it for uh, dancing. Oh. And many of the other, yeah, many of the other um, folk dancers had things like that too. Okay. Well, there you go then. So Annie, it's that's the top of the hour, so I gotta let you yes, go, honey. I know. All right. Nice talking to you again. You too, and, and good I'm luck. Yeah, I know. I'll go pick up a passport tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. Okay, thank you so much, everybody. Unfortunately, we're at the top of the hour, um, but I do see everybody else who's on here, and it will be great if you want to call back in next week. So thank you so much, everybody. And again, my name is Alma Yehoshiantari. You can go to my website. That's enlightenmentinthecity.com, and you can book your session there for reading or for coaching, come for the coaching. The first one is free. It's called Clarity Session. And we're back here every single week, 3 p.m. PST on newsforthesoul.com. Thank you so much, everybody. I love you. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show.